1: My guests are professional in their field, so if you like, you can reach them directly from the information I provide on the show. And remember, the show is intended to be for information purpose and also thought-provoking. If you'd like to know more about me and how I can help you and be in service to you, please visit my website at www.coachingbyrea.com. You can also send me a message here on the show, so make sure you follow the show. For up-to-date information, you can also email me at CoachRia, one word, at gmail.com. That's CoachRia at gmail.com. I'm also on Skype, so please reach out to me if I can help you in any way. My today's guest, Shan VanderLeek, a successful television advertising sales maven, turned national transformation goddess. The author of Life on Your Term, the support you need to follow your passion from inspirational entrepreneur, unconventional, and delightfully curious. She is a widely sought-after transition coach who inspires powerful women in career transition to get focused now, follow their passion, and create more balance in their lives. Shan is the founder of True Balance International and co-creator dot a web resource dedicated to helping people achieve peace and tranquility through anxiety release, exercises, and supportive tools. It's my pleasure to have Shan on our show today. Please help me welcome Shan to our show. Welcome, Shan. Thank you so much for being here, my friend.
2: Oh, thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to share some time with you this afternoon.
1: Oh, it's it's the pleasure is all mine. As always, I'm always grateful for everybody who comes on the show and shares and inspire our listener um today. Well, my friend, I like to start by introducing you. Obviously I you know, I uh gave our listeners your a little bit short bio about you. But tell me a little bit more about Sham and, and what inspired her. I mean, you you moved on from being a successful television advertising sales maven to, you know, becoming that person who wants to inspire others, you know, to live uh, their passion and, and deal with um, finding balance and dealing with stress and these things. So can you share that with us a little bit?
2: Oh, I would be happy to. I am a happily married woman. Uh my husband Thomas and I have been together now for almost 21 years. Wow. Uh, yeah, we have a young daughter um in middle school and we live in the, the village of Suttons Bay in Michigan which is one of the most beautiful places um on earth and was Amer- was voted uh by America uh, good morning America viewers as um the, one of the most beautiful places on earth in 2011. So wow. that, yeah, I'm that close to um, an incredible shoreline on Lake Michigan. And so uh, a big part of, of my transition and a big part of this, this change that you're asking me about is has to do with um, a quality of life mm-hmm. and has yeah. to do with the, the birth of my daughter. Okay. And um, with the birth of a daughter comes the birth of a mother. And... Um, this mother decided that, um, I, you know, I just was not going to remain in a high-pressure, high-stress, um, mm-hmm. what I call jumping through flaming circus hoops for the paychecks anymore. I knew that I had to take my gifts and talents and formulate a, strat- a strategy so that I could move on with my life and move out on my own and um create my own business and
1: live my life on my own terms. That's absolutely uh the correct well not the correct answer but it is beautifully said because that's you know obviously you 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 had an insight and with the birth of your daughter you know to look at life in a different way as well. Um you know a lot of us you know I mean from from my personal experience or people that I've come across to um the transition or the change comes from um a situation or um adversity that someone had gone through for them to kind of self discover themselves and, and, and realize that life has more to offer than being in, in accepting stress and accepting things as they are. Um in and, and unfortunately some of us fall victim to that, you know. Um, and then we don't change. But you know, it's very inspiring to to hear that from you because sometimes, actually, with the birth of a new child, you know, women tend to get into depression and and, and realizing you know, change is happening and and uh, some of them they cannot deal with it correctly. But uh, but was it easier for you to go? Because I come from a corporate sales myself, my background. Was it easy for you to move, you know, to do that transition and to realize that, you know, did you stop working when your daughter was born or how was No. No,
2: um, it was not easy. It was the most difficult decision I've made in my adult lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been, you know, working in it, the only industry I had ever known. Mm-hmm. I was in a leadership position um, earning six figures for mm-hmm. 14 years. Wow. <laughs> 14 years, you know, you You create a lifestyle and um and so i had to really uh do my best to let go of everything that i knew before everything that was comfortable to me before and really uh whittle things down and get smart about what was important and what wasn't um there was a part of me that that was mourning the the decision Um, I knew it was the right decision, but um, with all transition, um, the the first part of it or the first step is usually fairly painful and quite uncomfortable. So while I knew uh, that I would be moving on, it was not easy. Uh, And now that I can look back and, and look over my shoulder for the last almost seven years, I, I can just know and, and feel good about the choice. It was the right choice to make, no matter how difficult it was and no matter how many sacrifices that I needed to make um, in the material world in order to make it happen. But uh, but I'm still living in my dream home. I'm still um, doing exact, exactly what I wish to do. I've published um, several books. I have several programs. I work with phenomenal people. I've earned my coaching certification and and teaching certification. I've done so much more with my life uh,
1: than I would have had I stayed uh, doing what I had always done. So you followed your passion, you followed your intuition, which I always remind my listeners to really listen to their intuition because it never lies to you. Um, Because, you know, I think the more you process you know, life as is, and and get rid of, you know, because I mean, I understand what you're saying about, you know, leaving a, a six figure income, because I have same thing, you know, and I realized I'm, I needed to do more. Um, you know, so it, it was kind of like sort of similar what you were saying. But uh, it wasn't easy, because you know, you really kind of needed to adjust a little bit of your lifestyle. And, and if uh, you, if you can compromise, maybe you were fortunate enough that you didn't have to do much of compromising. But in order for us sometime, you know, this is just to the listener, in order for us sometime to actually get what we want, we might need to let go of something, you know, to make room for something new as well. Um, and that's part of the growth. Don't you um, think so as well?
2: Oh, absolutely. The the letting go, the process of letting go of attachment is, is one of the most helpful, healthy uh, practices that any of our listeners can bring into their life, can invite into their life. When you set your intention and show your gratitude for, for what it is you wish to achieve and, and then let it go and, and surrender to, the, to that process.
1: And you know, and, obviously, not forgetting you know to be grateful for what you have, you know. Oh, yeah. To begin with, you know, because yeah, I mean, when we ignore begins. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: um, everything begins with gratitude.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I'm. I'm so. Yeah, I'm. I, you know, I start my day with gratitude. I end my day with gratitude. I, I I cannot live without it. I'll be honest with you. So to <laughs> me, I always like you know, bring it back to you know right now, and what are you grateful for before you start? You know, saying oh, you know, I want this and I want that. You know, you gotta be grateful for what you have first, and because that's your foundation, you know, for a better, you know, things to come. Um, so, you know, you you publish books, you you do a lot of programs, and and you share some of your work with me, and it's 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 very um, you seem very passionate about it. But the passion came, you know, the, I'm always looking to to you know, because I've I've had shows about following your passion. But where did the passion come in? Like, I mean, you know, I know you're the birth of your daughter, but where did that passion to go out there and start helping others, you know, um, achieve and 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 you know, change their life and find balance and so on? Where did that come from? Where is that burning well, desire? <laughs> yeah,
2: well, there's that's a multi layered answer. Uh, the it began with my experience leading a sales force for a number mm-hmm. of years and. Yeah. I really enjoyed the motivational part. I enjoyed teaching. I enjoyed uh, that kind of connection and uh, really supporting each of the members of my team to grow um, as human beings as well as um, into you know better sales associates. Sure. Uh, so, so I was already a personal development guru back when I was in television advertising. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, not meaning guru, me being a guru, but into it, you know, into learning
1: more. Well, you were about in the leadership, how, yeah. You were in the leadership yeah, role to begin with, and the training right. and stuff, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Right.
2: So I was constantly bringing in in great information from people like Brian Tracy, who I have mm-hmm. great respect for, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, a lot of a lot of the names that you would probably know if I mentioned them. And so, of as as I was reading and learning more about them i realized that i was one of them like Mm -hmm. i wanted to be one of them um so that was a part of it the second piece was um during the stressful transitional time uh there was about two years where where i was collecting what i call combat pay where i was still doing the job but but really knew that it was time to move on knew that um that I had to uh, really work on balancing myself out as much as I could. And that's when I discovered yoga. A a friend Mm -hmm. of mine said, hey, Mm -hmm. go take this class. Mm -hmm. You need to get back in your body. You are so much in your head. You need to to do this mind-body-soul connection. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, whatever. And I went. And from the very first class, I was hooked, and I knew that, that this particular practice was going to change my life, and through that yoga practice, there were things coming up in me mm-hmm. that I didn't realize, Ria. I didn't know I was. I, I I didn't have any idea how much more available I could be of service to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, how much I had kicked my body my, to the curb. Um, with this really high-calorie, high-paycheck career. Mm -hmm. Right, (laughs) right. It's it's really this interesting, beautiful awakening that said, I can be better, and through my growth and my healing and and through the way that I show up, I can support others to do the same.
1: So you basically, what you're telling me, uh, because, I mean, obviously with um, status and, and, you know, uh, label, as far as, like, you know, you were this and you were that, uh, comes living on the outside and what you start doing is living on the inside from the inside out basically Because uh-huh. you know, I mean I I've been there with you I'm like I feel like you know We sister and soul because I gone through that same process myself and with each client I, even though I don't teach yoga I'm constantly, you know promoting yoga to my clients and constantly getting them to really feel the connection and now is like my awakening for me as well um, is to start living from the inside out. Now, no question. Yeah, I just want to tell our listeners. I opened the chat room, so make sure if you interested, you need to sign in to the chat room. Um, and you can also call us. I see a few people in uh, in the uh, switchboard. If you have any question, make sure you, I think you dial one, right? You press one uh, to speak to the host. And the number is six two six two one three five seven seven three. And if you are an international caller, there should be a Skype icon next to the phone number, and you can press that to call in Skype to Skype for free. Um, Shan, I wanted to ask you, you are the founder of True Balance International, right? Uh-huh. And I wanted to ask you about this because, you know, what I think about it, and I guess what I it's not what I know, I wanted to share it with the, with the listener. True Balance. Okay, so if I define a true balance i I look at it as as living it's the art it's really an art it's an art to live in your life and seeing it from the inside out from the center instead of from the edge, okay the outside. Can you uh-huh. tell us a little bit about since you are you know the person who you know expert in that area what do you how do you look into balance and you know there's too many questions here, so let's say
2: <laughs> how do you define well, balance I, uh, well t- well, to begin with one of the reasons why. I named my company True Balance um, is because at the time of its inception, it was, the, I was on a quest for True Balance. And, mm-hmm. and to me, it's True Balance is a loyal dance with yourself mm-hmm. showing up and and not work-life balance in the sense that you read about it all the time because the way that I look at it is your life is all one unit that is also, you know, where work is a part of it, family is a part of it, um, your um, experiences, joy, you know, sadness, everything, it's all contained in one lifetime. So I don't talk to people about, uh, about um, okay, you know, you can only do so much of this in your work and so much of this in your life. I talk about that loyal dance with creating your life exactly the way you wish it to look like. And so when I wrote Life on Your Terms, that was part of my um, inspiration was to share how I completely stripped down and got rid of of my prior life and profession and started to create a new one uh, based on what I wanted it to look like. So if You know, balance and and true balance is defined by each person a little bit differently. And uh, there are people who think that balance is not even possible. And I'm here to say that that's not true. It is Mm -hmm. possible, but it's Mm -hmm. all in how you define it. How much fun are you having with what you're doing? Would you do your um, career right now? Would you be in it? Would you show up and, and do it? for free because you love it so much because you're so into it and available for it and good at it? Um, Are you you stalling your life, doing something that absolutely bores you to tears, something that that you've outgrown? It's all of those questions that bring you back to this loyal dance and this knowing of yourself and getting really clear about who you are underneath all of those labels
1: and titles. Right. Well, we live, you know, I mean, I was talking to a guest last week on about our beliefs and stuff. I mean, we do live, unfortunately, in a superficial society. Our society um, over demand of us to be a certain way. But I think to be centered, to be balanced, um, it, it, it's, uh, um, it's, a, it's a working process. You know, I mean, you have to be able to, you know, still live in within a society because you are part of a society, but then not losing yourself in it. Um, I, I, I guess the way I'm thinking about like, you know, my question would be to you, it's like when you think about the word balance, what kind of thoughts come to you? You know, um what kind of you know, like uh, I guess that's the question I ask, you know, you know, also my guests. Well, what
2: com- what comes to me is to dance through your life.
1: Dance it's through your oh, life. Oh, that's it's beautiful. A <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, I what comes, comes to me from- is the attitude that I have. I guess if yeah. my attitude is like, you know, so what, you know, I would have to just move on with it and, you know, take it, uh, you know, I guess take full responsibility for what it is and uh, try to work with it to either hopefully eliminate whatever is getting me out of balance or trying to find a way to, <laughs> to work with it, you know, um, I guess find an ease, right? So, um. Well,
2: sure, and, and and I work
1: with so many women who
2: have absolutely no idea what self care is, how mm-hmm. to show themselves compassion. They have no idea that they that the inner critic is running the show, right. and that and that their life is out of balance. And so my goal is to teach them to to dance with with their life in a way that they get to choreograph it. And right. and like you and like you said, when things mm-hmm. come up, when obstacles come up, to, mm-hmm. to face them head on and then to right. let go of what no longer serves
1: you and move on. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's the key there. And unless you identify those obstacles, you're not going to be able to really move on, um, because uh, life always happening. It's always moving, you know, and we are constantly moving along. But the question is, are we moving forward or are we moving backwards? So you know, trying. I mean, and I think it's a, it's a, a mostly a problem for for women because women always you know play so many roles. You know, they are the mother, they are the housekeeper. You know, they keep in the, the family together. They 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 put on so many different hats and then they forget about themselves. And when I talk, you know, when you said you you, you mentioned the word self care, and self care doesn't mean going getting manicure. Self care doesn't go means like oh just get a you know pedicure or manicure or go get a makeover or whatever. I think self care comes on from the inside, right? Like you know doing things that nourish you on the inside, so you can be stronger on the outside, and so you can face those obstacles. Um, You know, I mean because that's uh, it's a huge for women. It really is, and I appreciate the work that you do. Um, let's take a short break. We, uh, we will be back and we will continue. Just want to remind our listener, um, we are live on the air right now. And if you like to chat with me or my guests, the number to call in, 626-213-5773. The chat room is open. You're welcome to sign in, in there. You can also put your uh, question or comments there if you wish. And we will be right back.
0: Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Hi, this is Kate Williams-Spencer of Your Thoughts, Your Reality Radio. Come and join us every Tuesday and Thursday for enlightening, humorous, and intriguing conversations with my guest or just a monologue of thoughts that I share, all to help you look at life and your choices differently. For more information, go to ytyrradio.tk. That's ytyrradio.tk.
1: Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now Radio Show. I'm your host, Ria. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I am grateful for each one of you for supporting the show, for listening to it archive, and also downloading it on iTunes from the iTunes Store. Um, it today my guest is Shan Vanderleek. She's a successful television advertising sales maven turned into international transformational goddess. And uh, she is also a yogi, uh, uh, yoga teacher. She's the author of Life on Your Term. And she is here with me in the studio. And I'm always uh, grateful, you know, to be speaking to people, especially like-minded people. We, we, like I said, we are soul sisters. Thank you for being here, Shan. Oh, <laughs>
2: uh, it's <laughs> wonderful! It's wonderful. You always know that that uh, an interview is going well when the time flies. And I know uh, the time That's I'm looking. I'm like, flying. oh my god,
1: has it been really that long? Okay, so. <laughs> but before before the break, and uh, uh, this was uh, actually an ad from a good friend of mine too, who uh, uh, who has a check out his radio sh- radio It's um, uh, It's phenomenal. He's a very thought-provoking kind of guy, and, and he's constantly, like, you know, hosting a great guest on his show, so um, his information, obviously, in the in the ad. Anyhow, um, before the break, we're talking about balance and how to reach balance and how to define balance, and I heard you saying somewhere, I'm not sure where I heard that word, and I wanted to touch on it because I noticed that as the time, going really fast. You said um, you you mentioned the word energy vampire. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about that because I have my thoughts about it, but I want to hear it from you.
2: Well, energy vampires are the people that that um, suck the life out of you energetically in a conversation or in a relationship that leave you feeling depleted after you've shared time with them. Um, they're the people who might come in and um, if you're in an office environment rant and rave and and lose their minds and and uh, and leave and then leave the room and then you wonder what just happened um, they're the kind of people who occasionally can be um, quite entertaining if you don't spend too too much time but um, they they are definitely people who are siphoning your positive energy and can leave you really low energy and um, they're they're just the the kind of people that I highly recommend our listeners um, avoid at all costs because you know um,
1: unfortunately uh, Shan unfortunately some of those uh, vampire energy vampire are they could be family members <laughs> and uh, you know I mean but you know so obviously you can not just avoid them but you can tune them out by really raising up your energy I think right if you well,
2: and setting and setting healthy boundaries with them letting them know right now I I don't have the capacity, or the energy, or the the strength, to to be in this conversation with you right now. We're, okay. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna have to come back to it. You know, to really be honest and set your boundaries. And one of the things that that I share as as often as possible, and even in my brand new work, the Sacred Heart teachings, is to go back and look at your past and look at the kinds of things that came up mm-hmm. for you and, and the kinds of people. Generally, who may have shown up as energy vampires or may have shown up in a, in a place where y- you may have suffered or, or received um, treatment that was not acceptable or abuse or, or whatever the case may be. And it's, it's our job, each of us, to do the very best thing that we can to heal our hearts, to set our boundaries, and to understand that we can trust again and that we can show up with these kinds of people in a very strong, you know, sovereign way where they're not allowed to take that energy away
1: from us anymore. That is so true. Very well said. Um, just to add to what you're saying, you know, because, you know, I, I love to be a little bit more conversational um, with my uh, with my shows. It, you know, I like to add to the fact, uh, first of all, everybody shows up in our, right, our life for a reason. So when we look at our past and, and there's a lot of pain, and a lot of things that need to be dealt with, um, you know, we need to ask the question why these people did show up in my life and what lesson did I learn from them being in my life and what can I take from it? <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm losing my voice for a reason. So, you know, uh, I mean, to me, when I look at energy, I, I think about it, you know, it's a, how much vitality do we feel on a physical level, on the mental level, on a spiritual level. And, uh, you know, when, when people suck our energy or they try to manipulate our energy level, I think if we, um, we deal with them, you know, as we accept, you know, we take responsibility for everything that shows up in our life, um, we need to also work on raising up our energy, like some of the things that you do, you know, with, with, you know, going, taking a yoga class, doing some meditation, doing something, you know, because I, from a personal level, I found these things to be very helpful, you know, in my life. And like anybody else, we all go through life. Life happens, right? So we go through some emotional rollercoaster in our life where someone can come in in our life and, you know, either puts us down or makes us feel, you know, not worthy. And, and you're constantly thinking, is like, oh, my God, you know, how would I deal with this? Um, this is how you deal with negative people because that's negativity in other people, right? And But if your energy is higher... You it's almost like you are shield. You know, I mean, you could be honest with these people, but sometimes it could be confrontational. You know, with some people because I've done that before. Where if you tell somebody's like, "No, I just don't want to talk. It's not the right time for us to uh, to talk or whatever." You need to be firm. You need to be strong. There is no doubt about it. But I think it's 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 a working process where we need to raise our energy, and I think your um your program, you know, maybe we can talk about that a little bit more, um, where uh some of the work that you do with your clients, you know, it's it's uh is it's in that same, you know, on the same page, correct?
2: Oh, they help really them raise is. up and their
1: energy. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I love I love how you're describing it that way because. Really, we can't raise our energy. We can't raise our vibration to the level that we might wish it to be without taking care of our backstory. Without mm-hmm. taking care of, under, you know, understanding where the boundaries need to be set or to mm-hmm. learn how to set them to begin with.
1: Right. To
2: um, to understand that you have permission
1: mm-hmm. to put
2: yourself at the front of the line mm-hmm. uh, in your life, mm-hmm. and and part of that is absolutely raising your vibration. And getting really, really comfortable in in what I call your your sovereignty, your feminine sovereignty for women, um, to to put yourself in a position where you will receive support, receive um, spiritual nourishment if that if that's what you're open to, um, receive the kind of coaching that that you provide or that mm-hmm. I provide. Mm-hmm. And, and really um, come back to this place of, oh, wow, I I am ready to reclaim this. This this is what I deserve
1: in my life. And that's what it is. I mean, I, I have to tell you, um, Shan, I mean, you know, I'm sure you've been crossed that as well in your work. I mean, I talk to a professional CEO level, you know, a C-level um, woman, powerful woman, and yet when it comes to self-confidence, Self worth, self love, they don't see it. They cannot even relate to it. I have everybody else in front of me before I, I take care of myself. You know, and, and, yeah, I mean, it, it just, uh, becomes, it, it's impossible for them to think clearly because, you know, even at their powerful level of being an executive in their company or holding a, a, a big status on the deep level, they are weak unfortunately you're, you're exactly
2: you you are exactly right and and I can tell you that because I was the mirror of what you just described yeah yeah and in order I, I just, to become in order to become a woman who is fully expressed and self-confident and ready to share from that inner strength mm-hmm. you know in order to do that there's a lot of work involved there's getting to the root of why you you Mm -hmm. are so powerful in the boardroom but might be completely, uh, uh, you know, the other side of of that strength in your personal life. Um, Chances are most of these women, I I suspect in in your case and I know in mine, um, have never taken the time to look in the mirror because they're standing, they're in their masculine energy, warrior energy, business energy, Mm -hmm. get-it-done energy, Mm -hmm. and all of that is perfectly fine when it's balanced with the divinely feminine side that says, "Hey, wait a minute, I'm I'm a pretty cool woman as well as a powerful exec- executive, and there are things that I deserve and need in my life before um, the bottom line, because this is my bottom line. It's my life."
1: Right and that's why you know i mean um it obviously you know when people reach out for help and and obviously they're ready for that they're ready to open themselves up to to live their life you know in in a sense of you know creating that that life uh, the energy the balance that the, the life that they deserve not the life where everybody else is telling them they're supposed to live, you know, or what's expected from them, you know, in the society, you know, because obviously with a higher position, obviously there's a certain responsibility. Being a mother, there's a certain responsibility. But this is also goes to the men as well. So not we're not just talking about women. I mean, even men I've dealt with. I mean, I, I, I actually do have quite a few, you know, um, you know uh, clients who are men who have similar issues. Um, that they deal with, and uh, because they're not paying attention to uh, their feelings and what is really going on on the inside. So now, can you tell us a little bit more about the Sacred Heart teaching? What does that mean? Can you explain, uh, first of all, what what do you mean by that?
2: I would be happy to. It it so perfectly segues from what we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, This is this is a program that i created based on my own personal experience and he- and healing really over the last 10 years and basically what we're looking at is a way to get clear that beneath our personal stories of pain and discomfort we can access wholeness and love and compassion and that we deserve to access that wholeness love and compassion and through this program that I created, um, this, it's a great starting point for healing your past and opening your heart. Mm. So what it is, it's a digital interactive experience that is loaded full of, of love. Uh, it is, it's a personal development program, and it's a, basically a combination of gentle yoga classes, guided relaxations, journaling prompts Mm -hmm. as well as the the sacred heart healing cycle that i created to help each of our listeners and and anybody who looks at this program identify the feelings they may be experiencing have a better understanding of where they are in that cycle so that along with four months of of sacred email support is you know so i wanted to you know like you ria i wanted to Give and be as generous as I possibly could with mm-hmm. what what I experienced and and that I ha- had to face and how did I do it and now I can share that with you. So the goal is that no matter what has transpired before this moment, no matter how much time you may have spent dwelling in your past, you are loved and you come mm-hmm. from great love. And so, how could it be possible? That you could be anything other than the embodiment, you know, the embodiment of great love. So this mm-hmm. is all about bringing you back to yourself and that introspection and internal and looking in the mirror and doing so with great love.
1: You know, I was, I was, uh, you know, for for my listeners, you know, nobody knows the process of me um, scripting my show, not scripting my show, like the, the, you know, where I come up with the with the title and all the stuff. And and to me, I, you know, I, I you know, obviously, you know, with the title of this show today, moving toward your natural way of being, and and uh, your natural way of being is love. Right. Yeah. And and to get to that place, you know, obviously we, unfortunately, because it depends on how old we are and how long we've been doing certain things in that certain way, you know, we we created habits and and in order for us to break a habit, we need to introduce a new habit and that habit, it has to be repeated several, several times before it becomes a new habit. You know that, right? So I guess to to go back to that natural way of being and your program is like amazing. I love that. Um that you you uh the combination of of the yoga and the meditation and and uh you know some of some of the work that every one of us can be using you know in our daily life, and I always tell you know my listeners, I am no different, I practice these things myself every single day I don't just say it you know or try right. to it because you know you're like you know like yourself. I am one of those people who talk the talk and walk the walk. I yeah, do yeah. yoga. Well, you, you know, you I meditate.
2: meditate. <laughs> Eventually, people are going to figure out that you're that you're not, and then the emperor or the empress has no clothes. And and we, you know, doing what we're doing and shining the light that we are and being as supportive as we can be, um, to, you know, help people recognize their subconscious patterns and help people uncover and let go of what no longer serves them and, and come back and wipe that mirror clean to, to welcome the, the truth of your own divinity, that, that unconditional love that we were talking about just a, just a minute ago.
1: So, you know what's uh, yeah, interesting, but, uh, Shan? That <laughs> I feel we, we, we both of us, and I'm sure there's a plenty of us, uh, you know, have the same mentality. We went to the uh, School of Consciousness, um, because we speak the same language because that's exactly what I'm always saying, you know? And and uh it, it it's it's amazing, right? It's like that's why I said we soul sister when we reach out to to the truth always and the truth always finds you, right? When you when you're seeking it um and the truth that we are um we came from a place of love and uh i think that the the one thing that i'd like to add to um you know to what you were saying i think it's really important for us to consciously be deliberate of knowing what we're thinking and i i shared that you know questions um or that uh, phrase on 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 a sh- on the show on the air many times, which is the fact is to repeatedly ask yourself how you're feeling or what you're thinking, and that will bring you back, you know, to this uh-huh. present moment, and you will become more conscious. And the reason you and I are on and, and a similar level of thinking and thought is because we are conscious. We're becoming more and more conscious of, of our thoughts, of our feelings, and I think to understand how you feel, you need to know your, your what you're feeling, right? No question about it. No question,
2: and, and to be gentle with yourself as you're uncovering what comes
1: absolutely. up. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. Because, like I said, you know, it took years to build. You know, what you're doing right now, and it's not gonna magically, you know, flip the switch in you and you're become that different person that you really wanted to be. It's a working process. Accept the process. You know, accept that. You know, there is things that you need to let go of and uh, for change to happen, and I, I look at it this way, you know, if you um if your brain is so full of unnecessary and, and things that are normal and serving you and habits and programs that are just toxic to your life, and you're trying to make a change, unless you get rid of some of them, you have no room for anything new. Uh, uh-huh. You know about so, about and- yeah, yeah, I mean it's really true i mean I, I I try to you know i mean I'm constantly doing research and coming up with some some you know way of thinking and looking at it in a simple way. I mean, looking at a, at a computer, right, a computer could be loaded a lot of different programs. And these programs are just slowing down your computer. Your computer is not functioning well, and you know you need to get rid of them, but you're used to working with them. So you're like, oh no, I don't know how to get rid of this Excel spread, you know, Excel um, a program that I have on here. I don't know how to do this. But if you start getting rid of some of these programs and install a new program in, your computer will come back to life. Oh, you might have to replace the whole computer. You're not going to replace your your brain, but you're going to replace all, you know, a lot of the 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 um the things in your mind, you know, where the way you were thinking. You got to get rid of some of the things that are no longer serving you in that sense. So we're going to take another short break and we'll come back.
0: Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments.
1: I love what Maya Angelou had to say about the power of the spoken words. She said, I quote, Words mean more than what is set down on paper. It takes the human voice to infuse them with deeper meaning. End quote. And that is the reason I made the decision to put my words into an audiobook so please check out my spoken words in my new audiobook Your Life Your Way. The 10 must have goals to improve your life. It's now available. You can either go to my website at www.coachingbyria.com and purchase it there. You can also download the book from iTunes by going to the link I provided in the show page. Or simply go to the iTunes stores and put my name in the search, Coach Ria Wilkie, and you will be able to download the audiobook from there. And I do thank you all for doing so. And if you um, like to write a review, please do so. And I'm always grateful to be in service. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, my friends, welcome back. You are listening to your Life Now Radio Show. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for being here. And I do want to thank everybody who downloaded my book. I, um, I'm i grateful, really, truly grateful. It, it's done with from my heart to you guys. And it, back to, uh, Shan, what we're talking about, because uh, um, one of the work that you do is journaling, right? You're teaching your client to journal, and this is something I'm very passionate about. I practice it myself. I teach it to my clients. Can you tell our listener why this is it so important for us to journal?
2: Well, we carry around so much information in our heads. And, you know, it's, I, I've heard it said, and I can't tell you who to um, give this credit to, but um, that the longest journey is from your head to your heart. Mm, <laughs> True so that. I, I, <laughs> I believe okay. that you can shorten that journey by purging your mind um, when when you journal, by, by working with journaling prompts. Uh, it's one of the reasons why a big part of the, the program that we were talking about earlier has some really deep journaling prompts that build on one another so that we allow ourselves that space to get our thoughts on the page, to purge whatever is floating around in our head, and to know that that's really all it is. It's it's words and thoughts and ideas and emotions and things that are just moving through our minds and that by getting them on the page or by answering these these journaling prompts we can really find the the sacred clarity that we deserve. And I started journaling um after going through the Artist Way program for the first time reading that book by Julia Cameron mm-hmm. and then eventually you know, and eventually facilitating that program because it was so powerful for me. So journaling, I think, is um, one of the very best places anyone can start that wants to start, you know, really purging and
1: and getting their stream of consciousness thinking on the page. You know, and, and that's so true, because, I mean, for me, I've never been, like, a big fan of journaling until, I think, because I remember, I was like, you know, oh, I have to write, you know, I went to college, I got my degrees, and I'm like, you know, and I've done enough writing, I don't want to do any more writing, right? And uh, um, I think my first uh, um, inspiration to start journaling was Louise Hay, when I read her book about over 10 years ago, um, uh, Heal Your Life. And I literally had the book open, and every chapter I was reading, and she had the affirmations and stuff like that. I opened my journal, and then whatever comes to my from my heart, and that's what I do with everything now, even in in my work and for my personal, you know, uh, practice. Um, it, it's is just like you know, whatever insights, whatever comes from my heart, you know, I put it on on paper, and and that really just keeps you connected. And I think like you, you know. Uh, Maya Angelou, you know, like we said, the power of the spoken word or the power of the written words, you know, they are very powerful, you know, and then when you look at them and you read them out loud, because I mean, Louise Hay, uh, to her practice was like, you know, reading out your affirmation, right, every day, it makes them more powerful, because you're speaking them out, you know, and but you gotta write them down, right? So you got that both combination. And uh, so I'm I'm absolutely, you know, <laughs> I can't put my journal. Actually, I have tons of them. I can probably have about ten books just from my journals. Um, I love what you said about your uh, program, the Sacred Heart teaching. You said the vision of for the Sacred Heart teaching is to guide women to face their fears, forgive themselves and others, heal what hurts, and open their hearts. Together we can lift the veil of suffering. Each one of us deserves to experience life with more liberty, more joy, and with deeply profound unconditional love. And it's beautiful. And I, I, I love that vision about your work um, in in this teaching. You know, can you tell us, and, and we're gonna wrap it up um, a little bit about like you know facing the fear. I think that's the scariest part about you know the whole process, right? Um, uh-huh. most of us we fear fear. And I, I think uh to me I look at fear as our personal enemy. Um unless we um we we know how to face the fear obviously with understanding what am I afraid of, right? So uh-huh. can you tell us uh-huh. a little bit about, you know, and so what? I'm always saying it's like, okay, so what am I afraid of? And and you answer the question, it's like so what if I'm afraid of that happen? And then what would happen and follow the process to figure out exactly what is it you're truly afraid of? Because it could be on the surface here, but there is a lot of deeper, you know, um, reason for your fear.
2: I can tell you that that um, getting clear about what it is that's causing anxiety or stress or fear is, is so very important. And oftentimes it's something, it's old programming. It's something we've experienced in our past. It's something that we need to look at maybe for the very first time. And, and mm-hmm. that's why I talk about forgiveness being so important and clarity and a mind-body-soul connection uh, because we, we need to get all of these operating at a, at a higher level in order to understand um, what we might be afraid of and then to face what, whatever that is that comes up for us and realize that it wasn't the scary monster under the bed that we thought it was to begin with. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a matter of uh, that journaling does help us get clear about that. Practicing right. yoga, guided meditations, affirmations like the ones that you that you mm-hmm. love so much from "You Can Heal Your Life" by Louise Hay. Uh, there there are so many tools and resources available to us, and and so you know a, as we talk and 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 through this program, one of the reasons why Sacred Heart teachings was created was to help you face those. Those uh, monsters under the bed or those skeletons in the closet or whatever you want to call them. Um, they only exist in our heads. <laughs> they do. They're, they're, well, and that's the thing. They're, they're not real. And, and somebody, I don't remember who it was, I think it might be Neil Donald Walsh, that came up with that acronym for fear, false evidence appearing real. And it's one of my it's one of my favorites because it it reminds me that whenever I get into that place where I'm feeling a little bit squeezed, I can go back there and, and remember. Oh, wait a minute! I just need more information. I just need to do some more homework, some more research, get clear, figure out if anybody's done this before me, um, and know that I'm not alone because we are not alone. Mm-hmm. And 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 by understanding that, you can take that next step. So, Kay, if I offered your listeners a a special discount on the Sacred Heart teachings? Uh, Yes, you can. Um, That's fine. Sure. Of course. Well, all of your listeners are welcome to a 20% discount. And if they visit sacredheartteachings.com, all they have to do when they check out is use the coupon code HEART, H-E-A-R-T, all lowercase, and you can save 20% just for listening to Rhea and I today.
1: That sounds wonderful. Thank you for your offer. It, that's really noble of you to try to help because I mean obviously at the end of the day your your uh, um your mission is really to reach out and help as many people you know, as possible, and just you know, to our listener, I mean, you know, you you need to be willing to um, to follow the process, and you need to want to do, you know, because uh, because unless we really have that drive within us that we want something better, and you deserve to have something better, you know, um, everything becomes just like inf- information. Um, Like, excuse me for saying that, but sometimes I always say, I've heard, I think, Wayne Dyer saying that, like, if we just take information, information, and we don't really process it, and we don't process it well, we get constipated with information. Because not really, <laughs> I heard him because I was at one of his speaking and I heard the word conservation of information. I don't know it, but I think he said it. So please uh forgive me, uh Doctor Wayne Dyer, if it wasn't you, but I think it was him. <laughs> but it is true. My point is, we need to process the information, and you know, on this show, I try to give as much information, and and you know, I I set my intention every time actually I host my show the show is really intended to be for, for information purpose and thought provoking. Oh, yeah. And and you need to take that information, you need to question it. You need to process it. And uh um as I mentioned, you know, all my guests are professionals. Shan is a professional. Go to her website and check out her, her um her program if something is right for you. thank you so much for being on my show, Shan. I hope to have you on the show again. Uh it's uh it's been Oh, my God, the time went so fast. I appreciate you being here. <laughs> oh, it was,
2: it was so much fun. My pleasure. A, a great conversation. I love your conversational style and appreciate you very much. And anybody who's listening, um, thank you for listening. And um, I would love to come back on your show. Oh, my And my, my hope is you. that as many people as possible begin to open their
1: hearts and really so.
2: accept themselves with unconditional love.
1: Oh, my God. I, you know, you heard me from beginning the beginning, so I always say just have an open mind and open heart and everything else will work out. Everything else will work out. I mean, no matter where you are right now, I think there's always a way. If there's a well, there's a way. And, and you can't find a way. Ask for the help, and that's why someone like Shan, you know, can show you the way, and someone like myself can help you, and and there are a lot of great people out there who can, you know, provide help to you. There's tons of resources out there. Just The the bottom line is reach out and and grab that help if it can help you because you deserve to live the best life ever. It's your life, And, and the reason I called my book actually Your Life, Your Way because after all, it's your life. So make the right decision for you. That's all it is. And until next time, Shan, um, my love, thank you so much. Much love to you. You, you are an amazing woman. It's, it's been a pleasure having you on. Thanks again. Take care. Take care, my sweetie. Okay, bye-bye.
0: Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com. And you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea.